What is up, everybody? Back from their podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a couple of different things. We got a Ben Simmons update. We're talking about some training camp stuff. And Anthony Edwards, he's grown this offseason. That's kind of a big talking point now for Timberwolves Nation. Um, but hey, hopefully you guys notice a little bit difference in the quality of the sound. Um, I'm doing this different thing to record the podcast. So using the same microphone as usual, but I'm recording from a different spot. So we'll see how this sounds. I think it sounds a lot better than it used to. Um, so hopefully it all works out at the end of the day here and it sounds better at the end. But let's hop right into this podcast. So let's start about talking about training camp. Training camp's coming up soon. I thought I would like to I would like to talk first that I, I expected training camp to start uh, earlier than it actually is. Training camp is starting on September 28th. For some reason, I was assuming it was going to start September like 15th or like mid-September, only like two weeks into the year. Or the month, I should say. Um, so that's a lot later than I thought it'd be. Wolves will only have like six days of full training camp days before the actual preseason games start. But the preseason games are pretty spaced out. The first preseason game is October 4th against the Pelicans. And we have four of them. The last one being October 14th. And then we have like this five, six day gap in between the last preseason game and the first actual game against the Rockets which is October 20th so that should be exciting so T-minus like a month and a half until Wolves basketball is back today is the 4th of September so not too much longer we're under 60 days away from the actual season that's nice um so I'll be starting up soon in camps I mean there's gonna be a lot of videos the Wolves social media teams will be posting and stuff um you'll see a mix of G League players like guys like Isaiah Miller and two-way contract players like Nathan Knight and McKinley Wright and you'll see all the roster guys obviously and you know we might see some new faces in there if we do make in our trade before training camp so we'll see how that goes um but if you remember back to preseason last year the Wolves used basically their entire just full lineup they didn't use too many G League dudes in their preseason games I mean, there was moments where they did because they need to test it out. Oh, are these guys maybe NBA-level talents? Um, but most of those preseason games, the Wolves took it pretty seriously, and I expect us to do that again. I kind of hope we do again. I think we need to get back to use. Like, we need to be used to um, playing together as a team. So I think playing all the starters like usual makes sense there. Now, I wouldn't say like 35 minutes a game where we should be playing Carl Anthony Towns, but maybe like more like 25 minutes a game. Um, just to get them, you know, fully in shape and make sure they're ready to play basketball again. And now let's talk about the Ben Simmons update. This is probably the most interesting part. Um, most people are wondering where he's going to go. Are the Timberwolves the front runners to land him? Um, all right, now let's talk about Ben Simmons. This is one of the more, like, Everybody wants to know what's up with Ben Simmons, what's happening, what's the new news. There's been some things that have came out recently that have actually been nice from a Timberwolves perspective. And like, like if we want to land him, a lot of good things have been coming out in that direction. Um, so the Kings, who were the front runners to land Ben Simmons, are no longer talking with the Sixers. The Sixers wanted Tyrese Halliburton or De'Aaron Fox, and the Kings were not willing to give up either players. And then the Warriors, right after that happened, 
the new Betty Nods came out and the Warriors became the projected frontrunners to land him. And then like a day after that came out, um, the news broke that the Warriors haven't even been talking with the Sixers for like over a month since draft night because they're just not interested in talking to them on draft night. If you guys didn't know, the Sixers offered Ben Simmons for, I mean, they, this is what they tried to get, which is unbelievable how, why they asked for this much. They asked for Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, now picks number 7 and 14, and two future pick swaps for Ben Simmons. No team in NBA history at any point is going to take that deal. I could see maybe Andrew Wiggins and a pick, maybe two picks working, but not, you know, Wiggins and then the former number two pick just last year in James Wiseman and even two more future pick swaps. Like, it was a pretty unreal high asking price to the Sixers brought, and I think that's what just drove the Warriors away. I still do see a scenario where the Kings or Warriors could acquire Simmons, but I find that pretty unlikely. I just don't think the Kings are willing to give up any of their uh, high-end talents. And like kind of like the Wolves, I kind of feel like we'd be more willing to give up a high-end talent compared to what the Kings be willing to do. And then the new odds came out after that. And for some reason, they the, the new odds pushed the, the Trailblazers in front of the Timberwolves. So I don't understand why the Timberwolves keep getting pushed down to number two. I think the Timberwolves should be considered the frontrunners to land Ben Simmons. Although I do think it's more likely that Ben Simmons goes to the field of the other one of the other 29 teams than the Wolves, even though I still think that we should be considered the favorites. Like, if I had to put it at, like, a guessing point, I would say, or a, a odds point, I would say maybe, like, one in three chance we land him around the, that 33% threshold. And then a lot of teams would have odds below that. So I kind of want to dress like, I'm confused why the Trailblazers would be the frontrunners to land him. A lot of people would say, oh, they got C.J. McCollum. Maybe they could just send him. They'd totally be willing to send C.J. McCollum. It has been went, uh, you know, been working out in Portland with him. Um, they could, de- like, the Trailblazers would definitely do C.J. McCollum for Ben Simmons or even add a pick onto that. My question is, why would the Sixers really do that? Because if you get C.J. McCollum, it's not like C.J. McCollum's a bad player, but C.J. McCollum has a really bad contract, and it's hard to move that contract. Um, so if you get C.J. McCollum, I feel like he's going to be stuck in Philly. And there's nothing to be able to do with him. And when you acquire C.J. McCollum, he's now going to be your second option. Um, I don't think anybody would really argue Tobias Harris over C.J. McCollum as a second option, especially in offense. Um, but you acquire C.J. McCollum, your team's not going to get like much better. You're not going to be... that like C.J. McCollum's not the piece that puts you over to the top to win a championship in Philadelphia. Like, at best, that team goes to the conference finals, and they'd probably lose to a team like the Brooklyn Nets or Milwaukee Bucks. And they might not even get there if they have a good, they have a bad match against, like, the Bucks in the semifinals, or even earlier than that, which I don't think that would happen. Um, but it just makes sense for them to do that. I think the most logical thing for the Sixers to do, and if I was a Sixers fan, I would not like this, you know, pathway because it involves them. Not I mean, it's not tanking, but it's dropping down a little bit this year in the seeds. Um, so they would take a gap year this year. They would acquire young pieces and lots of picks for Ben Simmons, and then they could send that as a haul in the offseason. Um, specifically, when you look at players they could make that haul for, the one that comes to mind is Damian Lillard, the player they've had, they've had their eyes on for a while. We all know Damian Lillard in Portland is just not working out. They should really move on from him right now. 
They know they're not going to be able to win a championship with him right now unless they acquire some other high-end talent, which they're not even able to do because they don't have the assets to do that. And it's not like a big free agent's going to come to Portland. One, they don't have the money to do that because CJ McCollum and other people take off a lot of money with their contracts. And small market teams like the Trailblazers, Wolves, all those teams, the Jazz, they never acquire free agents because they're small market teams. All these other players just want to go to teams like the Nets and Lakers. So what they should do, and I mean this this next offseason, like the Trailblazers will, will make the playoffs. If Jam Damian Lillard's on your team, you're going to make the playoffs. Um, usually what happens to the Trailblazers is they make the playoffs and they, became, they become a first-round exit like last year. Sometimes they go deeper, like they made the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors, but they got swept that year. And that was even without KD on the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, I'm assuming they get like the 6th seed or 7th seed this year, and they lose in the first round. Then Damian Lillard will definitely request a trade because he's going to be like, well, this franchise is probably not going anywhere, so i got to request a trade, which he was about to do this offseason. But then he decided he might give it another chance in you know, Portland. He wants to see big changes. And I'm assuming they're not going to make those big changes because they just haven't yet this offseason. So what Philly should do is they should acquire a bunch of picks and young players for a guy like Ben Simmons. And then next year, they can send those picks and stuff to Philadelphia. I mean, not to Philadelphia, but to Portland. And... Portland would probably take that offer because it's a lot of young pieces, a lot of picks. Um, that's what rebuilding teams want because if you're trading Damian Lillard, you're probably going to a rebuilding stage. And if you're going to a rebuild, you're going to want draft picks and young players to you know facilitate that whole rebuilding process and make it work out at the end of the day. Like Kind of like the Oklahoma City Thunder are doing. They're going to get all these draft picks every single year. It's crazy. But that's what I feel like they should do. Um... I don't think they'll do it, though. I think they're still going to try to get, like, the star talent. Like, they declined a trade for, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, the first-round pick. I would have probably declined that, too. But they might have to go back to that trade at the end of the day if they still want to take, like, this almost all-star-level talent for Ben Simmons, which I don't really know if they will do or not. We'll see what happens with the Sixers and that whole situation. Hopefully I didn't confuse too many of you guys. I was rambling there for a little bit. But now we got some news stuff to talk about. Um... And we'll talk about that on the next segment. All right, so now let's talk about the main topic of this podcast. Anthony Edwards has grown two inches this offseason. Well, not offseason, I should say. Um, it's two inches since the NBA draft. I think he may have grown like an inch during the season. I could kind of notice him getting a little bit bigger, um, but not too much. I think if you watch workout videos now, he definitely looks a lot bigger than he was on draft night. His listed measurement on draft night was six foot four, so you can only assume he's about six six now. And I remember Chris Finch also said that uh, Ant said, "Don't let me be six six or be like Michael Jordan." Like that was a really cool comment. Looking back on on it, I I posted that actually too. Um, but this is pretty cool. If this is actually true that he grew more, um, and it's not like crazy that he grew either. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but it's normal for humans to grow sometimes around these late ages because he literally just turned 20 years old a few weeks ago it's not unnatural for people in their 20s to grow sometimes um we'll see if his growing continues or if it stops but him now being probably 6'6 i think that gives us more freedom to maybe even move him more to a small forward position sometimes like 
The reason why I would want to keep him at the shooting guard spot, though, is because he's an absolute matchup nightmare. Like, he's still going to win a lot of matchups at the small forward spot. But a 6'6", 230-pound shooting guard is something you just never hear about. He'd be an absolute matchup nightmare to everybody defending him. Um, and I think we can really access that ability of him dominating people because of how much bigger he is is if we fill the starting lineup with taller players like say we don't make any trades say Ben Simmons doesn't happen I think the starting lineup should be DeAndre Russell, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Jared Vanderbilt, and Carl Anthony Towns. Now if you do have that bigger lineup and have Anthony Edwards at the shooting guard spot it forces the other team's guard to defend Anthony Edwards but if you had a lineup like D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley, and then McDaniels and Towns. That doesn't force the other team's, you know, shooting guard to defend him. They could have the shooting guard defending, or even the point guard, if they have a bad defending point guard, they could just be sitting on Malik Beasley because he's a he's a complete off-ball guy who's going to be running around shooting threes all game. And he does have some slashing ability, by the way. I, I think it's a little bit underrated part of his game. Um, but... With a taller lineup that forces smaller guys to defend Anthony Edwards. That's kind of why I'm not a big fan of him playing small forward. I think we need to utilize his size more because he is a natural shooting guard, it seems like. Um, and it's not like he can't play small forward. Like, there's lineups where he's going to have to play small forward on them. But most of the time, he should be lined up as a shooting guard. I think that makes the most sense uh, overall. I just think that's where he can be utilized the best as his talent. Um... I think that's where he will dominate the most, and I think everybody would agree with me on that because he's going to be taking on smaller opponents usually, most of the time at least. It depends, I guess, who is going against him. Sometimes it could be a negative because maybe the R team's you know, shooting guard is one of the best defenders in the NBA, but usually they're going to be smaller guys. Um, and usually see, you see forwards being better defenders than guards too because forwards have the ability to protect the rim at a higher level. And that's kind of what gives them the edge against the guards because there's not many guards that can really protect the rim and you don't really blame them because they're like, you know, a little over six foot and then these forwards are like six, seven, six, eight. So obviously they can protect the rim at a higher level. Um, but I got one more quick thing to talk about after this. But hey, overall, super cool that Anthony Edwards grew. Um, again, I just don't know how much longer he'll grow for. He might be done and that's fine. We don't need him to grow anymore. Um, I'm just excited to see what he looks like um, coming into camp this off season, And, yeah, I mean, obviously we need to see what he looks like coming into the season. Hopefully you can have a few more poster dunks next year because of this, you know, new, taller uh, height he's got going on. All right, so I got one more quick thing to talk about, then we're going to wrap up the podcast. This is a little bit of a shorter one. I just don't have anything big to talk about, and I really want to put up a new podcast today. Um, so this is a little bit shorter. Um, it might be... A little under the 20 minute threshold so it's not that much different than normal but this is kind of a significant thing that i've been hearing about this offseason Carlton towns and deandre russell are going to be holding team workouts in miami that's really cool um i don't think i've ever seen any wolves player ever hold a workout like that and make it this big of a deal which is dope um i'm really happy they're doing this i think this could really help us get a you know a bigger start on the season because usually players don't get together until training camp starts for most teams. So this is cool. They might be getting like an actual head start as a team. Um, most of the guys actually might be down in Miami right now. A video surfaced today from Timberwolves social media. D'Angelo Russell working out at, 
I think it's Miami University, the Hurricanes uh, basketball facility. So that's cool. I wonder if that's where they're, you know, doing all their things. But yeah, it makes sense that's Miami. It's a cool place right now. Um, Miami's definitely a lot better than Minnesota right now. Minnesota's definitely cooling down a little bit. These last few days have been kind of cold. Today's not that bad. Today's pretty warm. It's like 74 degrees outside right now. Um, but lately it's been more in the 60s, and it's been raining a lot. But in Miami, it's awesome down there, I bet, right now. Um, but yeah, they're holding team workouts there. I don't know how many Timberwolves personnel people will be there. But this makes sense, the location, Cronfany Towns, and D'Lo spend most of their summers down there. I think Towns has his own house, and, you know, I think, yeah, I think he has a house that he goes to down there, and I'm sure he visits that house during games on the road when we play in, like, Miami or Orlando or something. Unless his house is further away, but that's off-topic. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. I don't know how many people are showing up for this. Um... I kind of want to talk about Jared Vanderbilt, Jared Vanderbilt, too. I just don't see a world where he's not signed. There's just so many signs pointing towards the Wolves signing him soon. Like, he keeps tagging Alex Rodriguez, who's the new owner, and, like, the Timberwolves social media page in his, you know, posts. And he was in Summer League. I mean, he was in Vegas for the team Summer League stuff. He was at the team dinner. Everybody knows he's still part of the team, you know. I'm sure he's going to be in Miami working out with these guys, too. Like, there's just no way... He, we don't sign him. We're going to sign him. It's going to be soon. I hope it comes up soon. I think we should sign him soon. Um, I don't really think we'd find any other way to utilize our money other than him right now. So let's just give him a little extra money compared to what we want to give him, I guess. Um, I don't know who else we're going to sign. Leandro Balmaro is expected to be signed soon, too. I'm kind of surprised he ha also hasn't been signed. I hope he gets signed soon. I'm pretty excited about him. Um, that's of the podcast. Hopefully this sounds a little better. Um, I still haven't put this audio into the actual app yet. So I'm going to I'm really hope the audio doesn't like decrease, you know, it's, you know, quality once I put it in there. But thank you guys for listening. This was episode 17 of season two. Um, season's coming up pretty soon. Hopefully we got some news topics to talk about next time. Uh, school for me starts up soon on the 8th, I think it is. I believe it's the 8th that it starts up on. I have like four more full days of summer break until school starts up. Actually, I might start the 9th. I can't remember the exact date, but it's Wednesday next week. Um, podcasts, I feel like they'll come out generally at the same pace, maybe just different times. Usually I uploaded podcasts like a few hours after lunch. But my school ends at like 3, so I'll be able to do that. Um, but hopefully I can still do like 3 podcasts a week. That's my goal. At least 2 a week. Um, but yeah, let's you know get ready for the season to start up. And yeah, I'm really hoping some news can break before the next one. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace out.